imagine celebrating your success going on holidays having bonfire on the beach with your loved ones unfortunately most entrepreneurs experience burnout within the first year but what is it that makes others succeed i'm your host kajal khurana call me kk join me as we have fireside chats with experts who have insider secrets around how to rest rejuvenate recharge and be bonfire entrepreneurs hello everyone welcome back i am with shivon lion here for those of you who are just joining us she is one of our amazing launch partners who revealed the secrets to escape burnout especially for entrepreneurs in one of our mini launch episodes if you didn't get the chance to listen to it pause it now go back listen to that episode it's definitely worth your time shivan welcome back once again i'm so thrilled to have you on our show once again <laughs> thank you so much kk i really appreciate you inviting me here today to be on your show and hello to all the listeners <laughs> always a pleasure you're such a bubbly and positive person <laughs> <laughs> it's easier than you think to be like this, you know. <laughs> amazing. There are very few people I see these days who are always smiling and bubbly and because most yeah. of us are so stressed out and we think that stress has become a new norm. Yeah, absolutely. And it is just a mindset, literally, you know. You can change your mind at any stage in your life and it happens in an instant. So, I'm hopefully to rub some of that stuff off on you guys. <laughs> Okay so without any further ado tell us about your childhood. Okay well my the initial part of my childhood I suppose I grew up in a really happy sort of a home you know where I had loads of older brothers and sisters um I'm the youngest of eight children wow. and um yeah my mom and dad as well you know were both entrepreneurs they had their own businesses and uh, grown up so there was always people coming in and out of the house and we always learned I suppose how to treat the customer. So we grew up on a I believe I suppose the customer is always right um and we always had to be pleasant and I think that's where I get a lot of my smiley faces from <laughs> because I think people who are happy and joyous and smiley and everything are more easy to be around it's a positive energy that you give out and you get positive results I think that probably my parents were very stressed as entrepreneurs when I think back on them as well um there was quite a few arguments and things in the home there was a lot of violence as well um and i can see now looking back that you know they were just extremely stressed out and they didn't know how to manage their stress um there was nothing back then you know not like today there's so much information out there uh, freely available as well to people to help them cope with stress and manage it better and unfortunately my parents didn't really know how to manage their stress So I grew up I suppose having lots of traumas and I think being the youngest in the family then I wasn't as protected as the rest as well um so coming on into my um later childhood and early teens then um I was in a very a few very unsafe situations which later drove me to I suppose dr- start drinking and taking drugs and doing things like that that were really unhelpful to me as a person Um but around the age of 19 um I got out of that and I thought okay I have to do something I have to fix myself here and 
I completely stopped drinking and taking drugs or doing anything that was bad for my body and my mind. And I went to a therapist and it really helped me change my life to begin with. So being an entrepreneur has always been in my blood. It's been all around me my whole life. So my first business I started when I was 22 and that just continued, I suppose, for years up until today's date. I think I have only ever once worked for somebody <laughs> in that whole time that I've been out. And I, I, I managed to work there for about a little under two and a half years. And I just, no, I'm too big for that. I need more space, I suppose, for my passion <laughs> to grow. So, uh, Siobhan, you mentioned that both your parents were also entrepreneurs and they were very stressed out. So can you tell us what are the most common mistakes entrepreneurs do? Yeah, I mean, I think taking time for yourself is the most common mistake any entrepreneur does. And I know that every single time I've taken on a business, even when I was running business for other people, I treat it like it's my baby, you know, and it's not your baby. It is and it isn't, but it's like having a baby because you have to get up at night. You worry about it. You think about it all the time. You wonder, are you doing enough? You pour your heart and soul into it. Um, and without noticing it, you're constantly on social media sites as well, checking to see, you know, are people engaging? Is your product or your service working for your business? Um, and are you doing absolutely everything in your power to make it succeed? Um, and unfortunately, the biggest mistake entrepreneurs make in this is that they forget about themselves and their own time. And I'm not talking like taking an hour out of your day every day. I'm talking about five, 10 minutes at a time. And if that you accumulate a half an hour in the day to yourself um, and listening to your body, just resting when you need to. Um, one of the most difficult things for me was probably realizing how much time I was losing with my family because I wanted the business to succeed. So it's not just important that your business succeeds. It's important that your entire family do too, you know, that they're nurtured as well, that you nurture yourself and them in the middle of it, because that's really our why, isn't it? Why we do what we do, because we want a happy life for our families. So I would encourage anybody tuning in today to take note of what their body is telling them before they get to the stage of complete burnout. Right. I think people are forgetting that they have to, in order to make better decisions, they definitely need to rest. And if they yeah. can do that, they can increase their productivity and also in the race of making money, I'm not saying making money is bad. It's absolutely yeah. fine. And everybody loves financial freedom. We want it, but not at the cost of our health. Yeah, I totally agree with that. You know, and I, I feel that there's such an emphasis out there. And every time you turn on your computer, the next get rich quick scheme is popping up on your screen, you know. Um, and it shouldn't be so much about the money itself because you can have any amount of money and it's just a figure at the end of the day. And so many things are electronic now that we can see it clocking up or clocking down, whatever way it's going, at the touch of a button. And I'm not that, that sure that's that healthy for us, to be honest. It's more what the money can, what we can acquire, I suppose, from riches or from money. And I think one of my big whys is my kids, you know, I want them to have a happy life and I want them to know that no matter what, they can do anything. You know, my experience in school or of education was very, very poor. I could barely read when I left school. So I think now I can absolutely read it, but it's self-taught. You know, I had to teach myself all these new things so I could get along in business. I could barely count you know, and now I have no problem putting things together. And I have a great husband that's really good at counting as well. <laughs> so I chose well. 
but it's amazing how resourceful you become and just to remember why you're doing what you do, why you're doing the work you do. Um, and it's for me, it's so my children can have a happier life so that they can know that no matter what they want out of their life, that they can absolutely achieve it. And it doesn't matter what it is. So uh, behind the scenes, you were telling me about your husband as well. He's also an entrepreneur. Share his story, his journey as an entrepreneur. Yeah, my husband, who I absolutely love and adore to bits, he's, he's an amazing guy. And I really hope that you guys will get a chance to meet him as well. If you join our groups on Facebook, um, he's got a, a fantastic story to tell as well. Um, he was in business for over 22 years. He was a builder, plasterer, and um, he was very, very successful. Um, even during the time of recession, his business stayed going strong. Um, however, because he didn't mind himself, I suppose, um, he got what I thought was burnout initially. And he was never, ever a man to sit down and rest. I was never a nagging wife because I never had to be. You know, he was always one of these guys who got up in the morning, went to work. He was up at six every morning on the dot. Um, even on his days off, he'd be off. He'd be out mowing the grass and cutting the hedges and, you know, painting and doing all sorts of mad stuff like that. And then the next thing, he'd be gone up the road for a cycle with the kids, you know, on the back of the bike. <laughs> An incredibly fit man, you certainly could never accuse him of being a lazy person. And one day he put his hands on the bed and he just got back into bed and he didn't get out of it for three weeks. And it was just, oh my God, what's, what's after happening here? You know, because he was always so resilient and able to keep going all the time, no matter what happened. So it took us a couple of years to get him a diagnosis from that happened, but he was diagnosed with chronic fatigue syndrome and ME. Wait, what is ME? ME is just, it's chronic fatigue syndrome, really, what ME is. It just, the body just completely gives up. It's not able to continue to do the things it used to do. Um, in most cases, it's like you just feel completely weak. And I know that, like, in Jer's story, he really describes this a lot better, but he can say that it felt like it started in his feet and it rose through his entire body, like a weakness where he just was not able to get up and all he was able to do was actually sleep. He couldn't hold a conversation anymore. He couldn't follow a movie, he couldn't read a book. And to go from being such an active person, such a, a strong manual worker as well, to not being able to even talk, you know, it was just quite a shock, I suppose, to us as a family. So what did he do and how did he overcome I suppose we spent the first couple of years trying to find out what was wrong with him because, as I said before, I just thought he was burnt out and that if he got a few months off work that he'd be okay and he'd be able to return to work. But he wasn't, you know, and I can't stress enough to anyone tuning into this podcast today to just mind yourself, mind your health. Like he was always under a lot of stress, but there's good stress and bad stress, right? You know, so he had probably accumulated a lot of anxiety. Doctors thought he was depressed. He was not depressed. Depression medication made him worse. So nobody had any answers for us. So we had to go look on ourselves. Um, now, thank God his mom found something. The first glimmer of hope where she found somebody who had been suffering with chronic fatigue syndrome. And it was the first thing that really resonated with him. So the first thing he did was, I remember we watched this thing on Netflix. <laughs> This program, I'll never forget it. I'm still traumatized after it, but it was about our health and well-being and the food that we're eating and I suppose the food industry. And it really changed our minds about the type of food we put in our bodies. So not to say eating meat is bad or anything, but it certainly didn't help his energy levels. 
Um, so he changed his diet. He started drinking green smoothies and he noticed a marginal improvement. Then he was able to do light yoga stretches, meditation every day. He started, you know, researching things that were positive, you know, and that's how he started to recover. My sister is a psychologist as well, and she gave us some great advice about a pacing program that he could do, you know, where he needs to learn where his limits are each day. You know, how much is he actually physically able to do? And then just do half of that, half of what he thinks he's able to do, and then slowly build on that each day. Um, And those were the things that really, really helped. That's such an amazing advice. I always tell my clients, you have to rest because our bodies are like machines. Imagine you buy a washing machine and you put five loads every single day. What yeah. Yes. You're going to burn out. Maximum one year, it's going to be burnt out, right? And then you have to buy yeah. a new one. So our yeah. bodies are the biggest assets we have. And as yeah. an entrepreneur, I think it becomes very important for us to take care of it. Mm. And yeah. physical fatigue is something which people don't realize. Right? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like you said, it was very difficult for you and your family to even find out what exactly was happening. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we had to search for a very long time to find out. Amazing. I'm so glad you're sharing your personal story, mm-hmm. your husband's story with our viewers. And I hope they can take some action and do things. And yes. I also think it's okay if you don't have time to go to gym or um, go for yoga. I think there are a lot of things mm-hmm. you can do at work, right? What are your thoughts on that? Oh, absolutely. I mean, even just taking five minutes away from the computer screen, go out, get some fresh air. Something that I teach my students as well um, and my clients is, you know, if you get an attack of anxiety or feeling overwhelmed with that negative stress, put your hands in the air, you know, so we do a power pose, I call it, or you can put your hands on your hips. Just open your body up and be ready to receive positive energy and just allow that to come into your body and your mind and imagine it flowing through you. And that only takes like two minutes, you know, um, as well as that, if, especially if you do the power pose with your hands in the air, I highly recommend this one instead, because eventually, you know, you're going to feel a tingle in the tips of your fingers and that one that's been up there for a minute or so. So if you can hold it there for two minutes and then drop your arms, you get a kick of dopamine right to your brain, which feels really good, you know, so it's a natural way of producing that good hormone in your body. And it automatically, um, and you cannot stop it from doing this, it dilutes any cortisol or anything like that in the body as well. So that's nice to get rid of that. (laughs) Daily doing little things at work so you can make better decisions and have a healthy... Yeah, be more productive. I think a lot of people think that, oh, I can't afford to go to the gym or I don't have time or I can't afford this or that or the other, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, your car needs to be serviced. And if your car broke down and it cost 600 euros or dollars to fix it, you'd find the money, you know, and I find it, you know, it, it's hilarious people who look for our program as well, or want to be on our program or want to get one-to-one coaching from me as well. They feel, oh my God, it's very expensive. I can't afford it. But if something is broken in your life and you need it fixed, you know, you will absolutely go and pay for it. So I think that we're much more valuable as people than our cars and our material objects. <laughs> so I would urge people to think of that as well before they, they discount themselves or feel that they're not worth it. You know, I you are absolutely the same thing. I mean, you are earning yeah. this money and then you're going to spend this money in the hospital. Why yeah. not start it on your Why? health now? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Stay fit. 
stay mentally and emotionally fit, definitely. So this Super brings important. me to my next question. What's your program about? Tell our listeners about your program. Okay, so Ger and I, my husband Ger, we are obsessed with helping people um, who suffer with chronic fatigue syndrome and their families to recover. And the reason why we add the families in there as well is because I guess it was really hard for me as Ger's wife even to understand what he was going through or why he wasn't getting better. So we've tailored our program, I suppose, to facilitate not just the person who suffers with chronic fatigue and help them recover, but also for the families to gain a better understanding, to know where their support is needed and how best to support somebody who is suffering with chronic fatigue syndrome. So it's a four-step program. It's nice and light and easy. Um, it's good. The first part of it is about communicating with your family members and helping them understand what it is you feel and what you're going through. And then, you know, it, it gives you a whole build out of the communication piece around that. And then it goes through a pacing program as well. And included in that will be professionals who give us feedback on diet and nutrition, on different light yoga stretches and things that you can do to keep your body um, in somewhat of a, a normal condition while you're going through your illness or pacing yourself to get back um, to normal life again. We absolutely believe that people can recover from chronic fatigue syndrome um, and it's our mission to help people do that yes. as quickly as possible. <laughs> An amazing mission. Tell our listeners where they can find you. The best place to find me, I suppose, is on Facebook. Um, but if you want to have a look at our website as well, I'd encourage you to look up chronicfatiguesolutions.com um, or Minterveen. So those are our two websites and both of them are .com websites. So please do come along, even Google my name, Siobhan Lyon, and you will find lots of information there um, on us both and our journeys. Cool. I'm going to put the websites in the description below so our listeners can uh log in and check out the details of the programs you're offering. It was amazing talking to you, Siobhan. I tell you, because of time constraints, I have to stop it here. Otherwise, we can just talk about Guys, she's an amazing woman and uh, she has a beautiful smile on her face. I can see her right now. And uh, I would definitely encourage you to go check out her website and help yourself and help other people around you. If you have a family member who's an entrepreneur, who doesn't pay attention to their health, please take charge of their health, being a part of their family. Right, Siobhan? Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Thank you so much, KK. It was great talking to you. Thank you. It was all my pleasure. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. Do you know, fragrance remains in the hands that gives rose. Would you please share this episode with your entrepreneur friends so we can help each other escape burnout, increase productivity and achieve our goals faster. Also, let me know what topics you want me to cover in our future episodes at info at bodymindsolution.com. Would you please take a moment to rate and review this show? That would mean the world to me. And yes, don't forget to subscribe. This is your host, KK. Until next time, take care. Bye-bye.